Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ends With Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz, and joining us on the mic today is our executive producer, Sean Moe. Hi, Sean. Hi, Juan. Hi, Cecile. Hi. We always love it when you're with us, Sean. Mm -hmm. You always uh, bring a a different perspective and and great, great stories as well. Our third voice here on the the podcast, right? It's always a pleasure (laughs) to be able to join you too. (laughs) Thank you. So Juan, how are you? How was last week? The last time we got together, your Mm -hmm. family was about to land and you were rushing out with that adorable poster (laughs) that said, welcome to your two little nephews. They loved it. Their eyes opened up. I'll I'll explain that in a second. But you know what? The uh, trip went uh, fantastic you know um last podcast we were talking about flexibility and being flexible and being less rigid Mm -hmm. and i walked into this experience of hosting my sister her two kids and her boyfriend in my home where there's usually just one or two people at Mm -hmm. one time Mm -hmm. and let's just say being flexible and adaptable is not the easiest thing for the three of us for the two of us sean's a (laughs) lot better at it than we are but I, I put myself I, in I that I totally cut. agree. So I went in with that mindset, and you know what? It was one of the best trips. I had such Aww. a great time. We had a moment where we said goodbye yesterday at the hotel, and tears were flowing. My Aww. sister didn't want to leave. I was crying. My nephews um, rally around us and hug us. I even think uh, my sister's boyfriend teared up a little bit just wow. seeing that, that moment that we had. And I think for us, um, being um, a bi-coastal brother-sister type of relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I moved out here almost 27 years ago, mm-hmm. so there's been a lot of mm-hmm. missed times together. Um, this really did a great service to both of us. Uh, it was fantastic. So, um, yeah. Well, Juan, I have known you for mm-hmm. 22, 23 almost years, and yeah. I had never met your sister. That's right. First time you met her at, at, at Dim Sum. We all went yeah. to Dim Sum, and... Uh, I wanted them to experience it since I, I do that quite often with my friends here. And they got a chance to meet you, my friend Stephanie and her husband, uh, with Dat. And it was just, um, yeah, I, I loved it. And I could see in, in her face that she was really glad to meet everybody. And um, she felt like she had some sort of extra connection that other than just me. And I took them to work. They saw where I worked. Mm. The kids loved it. Yeah. Um, even our, our uh, makeup artist gave my sister um, a, a little makeover. Oh, wow. Um, right there. And your makeup artist is fantastic. Yeah, she does a great job. I bet and she loved that. She loved it. It was like seeing a flower blossom. Oh, and she fun. looked so beautiful and she felt pretty. And I don't want to get into it too much because I'll get emotional talking about it because I that's did a good yesterday. Thing, Juanito. Yeah. And um, grown men should yeah. cry, especially when yeah. it comes from love. Yeah. So, so why did you why did you get so choked up? Because, you know, she's... Um, <laughs> Full disclosure, when I met her yeah. on Sunday for yeah. 30 seconds, it felt like, yeah. she wasn't wearing any makeup. She's a beautiful Very woman. Very little. And, and the conversation with the makeup artist started with, you know, what can I do every time I put on some makeup, then I take a picture and I look washed out. So I asked our makeup artist, hey, what can you give her any tips? And she's like, well, I have some time. Would you like me to do Aww. your makeup? So she did it and um, she felt so... She got fake lashes put on her, wow. which, you know, made her eyes pop and... And she felt so beautiful. And, you know, she's she hasn't necessarily always had it easy. She she went through a divorce, mm-hmm. uh, a, not a very friendly divorce. Um, and, you know, she worked really hard. She's mm-hmm. always worked very hard to maintain her family. So um, a lot of things get pushed to the back burner. And I think a lot of times, you know, it's just beauty and, and taking a moment to and she's a working mom. give yourself a facial and just just relax. She's she kind of puts that aside and and to see her how happy she was and. 
I bought our makeup artist a bottle of, of Vouve mm. Clicquot champagne, which I know it's her favorite, as a thank you. And I had to write down my thoughts on a thank you card because if I vocalized it, I knew I was going to get emotional. And I got emotional in the makeup chair yesterday Aww. when she was doing it. And she was hugging me, another gal from the um, office came over. What's wrong? Are you okay? Is your sister all right? And I'm like, it's, she just left. It was a great trip. So, um, and for her as well, oh, I think it was I'm a great vacation. Oh, <laughs> so it was really great. And, um, um, you know, um, we didn't have any influence from other family members. Mm-hmm. It was just me <laughs> and her. Um, and that always is an issue when we go back, I go back to Florida and, um, she says she can't wait to come back. Um, and she wish she didn't have to leave, but you know, life and, and work, uh, calls, but it was so important for her to take this little bit of time yes. off this vacation, which is what we're going to be talking about today, right? Taking a little bit of that time. And she was lucky enough. She got in early before all these airfares started mm-hmm. going up. Thank God. Things are going so nuts. And they stayed with me for four nights, which obviously, you know, I didn't charge them for that. But a coworker of mine just started looking for um, flights for Hawaii for her family. And she's a mother of three kids plus, you know, husband and wife. So five people. And on Southwest, she got a quote of $7,500. Oh, my gosh. Wow. For a round trip ticket to Hawaii. She's in full sticker shock. She's not buying the tickets now. She says she's going to wait. So, you know. So many American families now are dealing with this, right? Yes. Vacations, um, prices on hotels and airfares have exploded, have gone up. We've kind of touched upon it a little bit in our last podcast. But um, but the, the crux mm-hmm. of this one for me, yeah. as, as I'm trying to, to bring my, my emotions down from pure joy and happiness to, to, to stay with the joy mm-hmm. and happiness for you, but it, you're right. This is what we, we want to cover in the month of June mm-hmm. is, is how do we reconnect with a better place in our life, mm-hmm. um, our personal life and our professional life. And we don't want to look at it anymore as a balance. It should, it should just be being life, being mm-hmm. alive, being happy in our life. And a key piece of that is, is vacation, which we're going to yeah. jump in. And, and, and I, I was thinking about this last night as, as I was thinking through what I wanted to share. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, reading somewhere that a, a really interesting approach to think about how we take time off, how we recharge, is to think about um, uh, the, the, three, the three R's, which is uh, rest, relaxation, and relationships. When right. you think about giving yourself time off, we simply, most of us think about either going on vacation, which mm-hmm. is a it's a big thing to think about. It's also now in this day and mm-hmm. age now really expensive, irrespective mm-hmm. of the budget that you have. Uh, or we think about the weekends as our time off, but that's when we do a million things in the house, which is mm-hmm. not taking time mm-hmm. off. And you took this time. Your sister finally took a vacation with mm-hmm. those beautiful children, which they were incredibly precious and incredibly well-mannered. Oh, so my she goodness. did a great job. Fantastic. But you also built a better relationship with your sister. I, 100%. I, that is, 100%. If she would have spent $7,000 on a ticket, which I'm glad she didn't, for, for all of them, it would have been, I can tell you, infinitely worth it because yeah. of the deepening of your relationship. Oh, 100%. That is just, we're, I, I'm so glad you had that experience. Yeah. And that's what we want to jump in and, and talk about because those of us who have families in different parts of the country. You do. That, yeah, Sean, Sean does. Sean, yeah. you do. Your family is in, in Kentucky, right? Right. Yeah, they're all there. And my sister-in-law just left for Egypt um, yesterday and she got there today. Wow. That's so, going to be a great trip. 
And that's a trip that she was supposed to have taken in 2020. Oh. And it has been postponed and postponed. So this year they were going. So Mm -hmm. they are actually there now. And I know she's a little bit nervous, but she's probably more excited. I'm glad she made it there safely. So Is she nervous because she's in Egypt, which it's understandable? Or is she nervous like so many Americans? And I put myself squarely in that Mm -hmm. camp just being gone from the office. Uh, or being both. gone from work. Both. Uh, she has a very demanding job. Oh. And, and I know she was working up until the very last minute to try mm-hmm. to wrap mm-hmm. things up so mm-hmm. she could go and not work. She said she wasn't going to do any work Good while she was her. away. So I'm hoping she lives up to that. She was going to take her laptop and work while well, on vacation. She or was trying not to. I hope she did. So I'm and I, I hope she didn't either. Well, that's one of the things that we want to talk about in, uh, today, and and I think that, as I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna really put myself in the middle of, of of this piece because it's it's really opened up my eyes to a lot of behaviors that I have as I like the rest of hopefully the planet reexamines how we mm-hmm. are living our lives. I think that was one of the 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 big pieces of. I always look at the glass half full and I always think about what can we learn and and we learn our most valuable life lessons in the most crucible or tragic filled moments Mm -hmm. um, that can give birth to greater things and I think that that's one of the things that we came out of this pandemic is we we first saw it and and we think about it as the great resignation people just fed up Mm -hmm. from work but Mm -hmm. I think it's it's very layered and part of this is people saying I need to take time off I need to reconnect I know that I rarely take vacation and when I do, I have never taken a vacation where I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I I expect my team to put meetings on my calendar. Mm-hmm. But the worse than that, the, where that begins is that I feel guilty. We've talked about this before. I feel mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I'm the head of my firm, so I have to do this. I'm going to let my team down. Set an example for yeah, everybody. Yeah, set an example for everybody else. Um, I I feel like um, I'm not. My clients are going to think I'm not there for them. I'm right. going to feel. And there's also, of course, a lot of fear. Now, I did not grow up. Uh, my fa- family, we did not have money, so I did not grow up go- have, going on vacation. We, vacation was here's your lucky. You have a quarter. Go to the public mm-hmm. pool and and swim. Right or the library. So that's that's or, what yeah. I was going to ask you. So, do you think you don't take vacation now because you didn't take them as a child, or because you just feel guilty now as an adult mm. and having your own firm that you it's not worth mm. taking the vacation is it, which is that's a that's a really great question but it's a it's a compounded question and yes Juan my my mental vacations were always the library and books which is why yeah. I'm still such an avid reader today I think it's it's a lot I don't think for most people it's just a single issue I think it's deeply layered but it it has uh, some anchors so I think the anchor, the first anchor for me, and I think it's that way for a lot of people, um, the first anchor is being the daughter of immigrants and growing up wanting to 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 prove to my parents mm-hmm. and wanting to be mm-hmm. the American ideology of working hard and being successful. We as Americans identify with success. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a Gallup poll where they, they ask people how do they define themselves, how would they describe themselves, greater than 80% of the people polled said hardworking. We have mm-hmm. as a society such incredible value of being hardworking. And as Americans, even especially, and when I know we three fall in that camp, 
Mm -hmm. uh, so it's yeah. anchored in I have to work hard. I have to work hard so I can make something of myself, so I can make my family proud, so mm -hmm. that I can um, help myself and my family, and so I can have a better life. So that's a really mm -hmm. good thing to do. But like in everything else, if we don't think about it, if we don't moderate it, it can, it can consume us. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the first anchor. The second anchor is the 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 fear of of disappointing the fear of not succeeding the fear of not being mm. able to take care of myself and when you're self-employed right. it takes on a whole different level mm -hmm. I, I jokingly say all the time nobody writes a check for to me just for being cute <laughs> and i think and i think the third i mean there's other little pieces like i'm sure your your sister you guys can uh, um uh relate to the, the crazy of we Americans, we work so hard right before vacation that we exhaust ourselves. And then we go on right. vacation and we're exhausted. And you're tired. And you need yeah. a vacation from your vacation. Yes. Yeah. And then you think, oh, my God, when I come back, everything so has piled. Mm -hmm. So yeah. so it doesn't pile up. I'm going to work a little bit during my vacation. I'll just check my email. Yes. Yeah. So that I don't have this pile up. So there's that piece of it, too. Um, but I think the other part of it is is because I'm, you guys all know I have a lot of energy. I don't need a lot of sleep. I need very little sleep, which my doctors don't think it's great. But I have created this ideology, this value system for myself that I value. I don't value the money and I don't value the things. I value my intelligence and my ability to figure anything out mm -hmm. to create the life that I want. Again, really good things but not if it runs away from you and you become someone that lives to do and forgets to live while you're doing well for mm -hmm. you you're the head of a company yeah. i'm an employee mm -hmm. so and i still have that guilt about taking wow. time away from work because you're thinking well somebody's gonna fill in for you mm -hmm. what if or mm -hmm. if you're gone long enough do they realize maybe they don't need you or you'd be perhaps uh overlooked for a promotion yeah all these things you worry about that and it wasn't until recently that i did start taking because i would go so far i'd go to asia mm -hmm. thailand taiwan and because Japan, you love to travel and, and it's i love to travel and one week wasn't going to give me Not justice when two of those full days was just travel mm -hmm. so um when i started taking those two weeks i realized wow i was able to go they were okay with me taking time off and i came back to the same job and everyone was happy to see me so but i still for the longest time had that guilt and i wasn't the, i'm not the head of a company i'm right. just I'm so why why do we do that why do you think we do that i i don't know but someone that has worked on both sides mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. when i used to work for a company i would love i enjoyed all of the holidays that we've received <laughs> off i took all of my time off sure. i took sick days because it just didn't make sense to not utilize that benefit it's part of your compensation right. package so why leave it on the table but i think a lot of people think that they're watching us like for example sick days that should only mm -hmm. be really used if you're really sick right but if you take them for a mental health day or whatnot are they looking at that is that going to come into play when i come up for a contract renewal or for a raise you know it's just it it's in the or, back of your head or is it in your head or is it part of the company culture absolutely. because that would be a cultural thing a absolutely okay. if it's a benefit that they're offering and they're looking at you mm -hmm. with the suspicion when you yeah. utilize it that's a horrible culture well then it's me because you know what no one's ever come up to me and said <laughs> well this year you took six of your eight sick days <laughs> and we're not going to keep you well okay in fairness to you I think yeah. it's a it could be you but it's also them and who is them and 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 
as an employer, uh-huh. I, again, this is all things that I started thinking about. And, mm-hmm. and Sean, you're part of the team uh, with us. And, and you know that one of the first things I said in January, I think it was, is I need everyone to take time off. I, remember I need you said all that. of yeah. us to take time off. I want to encourage you guys, even in 2000 and, and, and 2021. Now, I haven't taken time off, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to. I, I am making a concerted effort, and I've, and I've had to flex there, but let me, let me get to that in a minute. So the truth of it is, Juan, is there is, even if it's not, even if, let's say, you said your culture is not where you feel like they're looking over your shoulder. But, I think it's, self, it's just self-imposed. But yeah. also the greater ideology and companies, look at the words that we use. Sean, you and I were talking about this. Look at the words that we use in mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. because Sean and I work together. The words that we use in business is, he is such, Bob is such a great employee. He is so hardworking. That man never leaves his desk. Right. He eats lunch at right. his desk. Mm-hmm. That's, so what po- are we, that's seen as a positive, right? What are we seeing? What are we, what are we reinforcing? Oh, he's so hardworking. He always answers his emails at all hours. So one thing that in the work that we do at US Executive Search, we say when our clients ask, what should we pay? What should we do? What is our culture? Because we do a lot of work on, on mm-hmm. what your culture mm-hmm. is and how do we evolve your culture. So important these days. Very mm-hmm. much so. It's, it's the foundation of your mm-hmm. firm. I use the term you you incentivize the behavior and the culture that you want meaning you mm-hmm. you reward the kind of people the ethics the values and that will create the culture because mm-hmm. the culture is is to the collective what character mm-hmm. is to the individual that you want mm-hmm. so we're we're passively saying the things that direct you to behave a certain way mm-hmm. And, and so the other thing is about, well, I'm not sick. How can I take a sick day? What about changing your own belief to say, I'm going to take a sick day so that I don't get sick because I'm exhausted. Right. Mental health days, we call them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. And we read the stat in some of the research that Sean gave us that the volume of unused vacations time, it's just a staggering number. Yeah. In 2018, 768 million vacation days went unused totaling about $65.5 billion in lost benefits to employees, according to uh, U.S. Travel Association that conducts these. So imagine that um, 768 million hours that people didn't, a a benefit that they had. That's a lot left on the table. That's a lot of hours worked unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, why? Why do we do that? And how do we push past that? That's what we want to talk about and, and unpack because... Other cultures don't live this way, uh, mm-hmm. developed countries. Right. And I know we we identify as Americans as being hardworking and being hyperproductive and success-driven, right? Mm-hmm. Capitalism functions on the basis of, of the hard work and the reward. And yes, America is a very wealthy nation mm-hmm. um, from a macro perspective, but other developed countries like France work far fewer hours on an annualized basis than American employees and may and are equally as productive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. and make more money than us in some cases, like Finland, mm-hmm. and are far happier than we are because according to the organization that tracks, and we've I know we've talked about this before, um, the, the happiness report of how happy people are right. in certain countries, mm-hmm. we rank 16. After Spain, France, Germany, we're 16th in wow. the world, and we're developed. Not a great spot to be. And in we're at all. wealthy, and we have all these tools, but we're not 
happy. We're working hard, but not working hard to be happy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so maybe it's because our view of how we of yeah. work. Why does work have such a? Why do we define ourselves yeah. just by our work? Well, it's interesting. It wasn't until the pandemic, it seems, that work life balance um, started to come into play as a as a buzzword. And also early on in this uh, podcast, Cecile, you mentioned uh, rest, relaxation, and relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, those first two affect the third. If you're not rested, if you're not enjoying your your mental downtime, if you're not relaxing and spending quality time with your family, friends, or, or even with yourself, Absolutely. it's mm-hmm. affecting your relationships. And that's not a place you want to be. Personal and mm-hmm. your professional exactly. relationship. You're, you become the crabby person at work, sure. right? <laughs> or, or, I mean, I'm putting it nicely. I know how, how much effort it takes for me to stay calm when I walk into the mm-hmm. office and I'm exhausted mm-hmm. because I didn't sleep at night for a lot of reasons or or because I'm thinking about work, I'm already projecting what I'm worrying about, mm-hmm. what I need to mm-hmm. to negotiate. And I know how short my fuse is. So not only did I not <laughs> sleep, did I not rest, I come in in a bad mood, then I have to expend energy that I don't have to calm myself down so I'm not mean to my staff. It's amazing awareness, Cecile, and that's <laughs> so good. And, you know, really, I mean, if, if Sean, you Sean, I know that, you can attest well, to that. Some people don't, and they just <laughs> lash out, and but, you wonder, well, did I do something or is this something wrong with them? Right. But you have that awareness, which yeah. is key with most things that we talk about on this podcast with is, is knowing where you are. Yeah. yeah. Know and yourself. Think, yeah. yeah and, know think yourself. Of, and think about personal relationships. How many people have woken up and said, oh, my God, I don't know my kids or marriages mm-hmm. end because you mm-hmm. you lose the connection. If you're married with children, children as it, uh, in and of itself is it's a, it's a formidable connection. Look at what your sister, that gift that you gave your you gave yourselves, first of mm-hmm. all, as brother mm-hmm. and sister. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Second, as a big brother to her that you got to spend time with a man that maybe someday she'll marry. And, mm-hmm. and so that well, was he's a, in her life. Exactly. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Really important. And this is in no order of importance because I think the one that I'm going to say next is probably number one. Uh, the time you spent with your your nephews. You yeah. don't have children. Maybe nope. you'll They're never like have sons, children. Yeah. Of course. And I love spending time with them. And they mm-hmm. adore you. They worship you. And I think the, the littlest one um, sees himself in you, just mm-hmm. the way he connects with you. But then also the gift you gave her to have a better relationship with herself, to mm-hmm. give that gift mm-hmm. of downtime to come here to to have her makeup done we went hiking a couple of days ago and she loved it and i was worried is it too hot Mm. is it too much of a of a huff up of the hill and she loved it well it sounds like you made it magical for her and your nephews and it was really stress-free i mean i was so worried about it last week i mean a week ago yesterday a week ago thursday um i was off to the airport to pick her up and uh, one day later, um, here we are Friday, mm-hmm. and and I do miss them. I had a great time. I thought, you know, usually when someone comes to visit, I'm very looking forward to my alone time again. <laughs> that one yeah. I recognize. You know that one, and, and I, I know him very well, and I really had no rush for them to leave. And I we did talk yesterday, and I said, you know, next year, plan on staying longer. Aww. We can uh, go up to Big Bear, go out to Palm Springs. We can see different spots that aren't just entertainment related mm-hmm. you know um because the kids like disney and and we went to the peterson auto museum which so was you wonderful did go. The kids i'm glad that. yeah that's a great um event. the warner brothers tour fantastic wow um and uh you know we're talking about vacations uh for a big family i don't know how they do it you know i'm, I'm usually just responsible for myself right. 
And it is expensive. It is and, expensive. You know, Disney has a tiering system based on when you want to go, how busy it is. The price can go up or down. Wow. wow I um, had no idea. Really? You, know, you multiply that by one or two kids, snacks, just to souvenirs. Get in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of families out there, you know, they. It's, they do it's the, hard. Yeah, it's hard. But what we also want to think about, what mm-hmm. as I was thinking through this and, and thinking, um, how do, even for me i wanted to go to europe and and mm-hmm. luckily of course the travel restriction of having to test before you come back yeah. into the country was well, that's going away yeah, yeah that gone. went away, gone away. But yeah. last sunday which was great uh, one of the things that was holding me back uh, it was the it was the easiest it's it was part of the the noble lie for mm-hmm. me to say oh well you know the travel restriction i don't want to go to europe because what if i get stuck there of mm-hmm. course there's worse places to be stuck than in yeah. europe um i don't want to be there for an extra 10 days but but really that was kind of at the tail <laughs> end <laughs> get some travel insurance and you don't have to worry about it that was at the tail end of it it was really mm-hmm. mentally and that's what i i right. I, I also am, am working to to flex my mental state of being able to let go and go somewhere and mm. truly not check in with the office which I know Sean you're going to keep me honest on that because so far it hasn't worked but um then I thought well okay so I'm probably not going to go to Europe because it's just too expensive right now and I cannot rationalize spending mm. that money is it that expensive right now well, yes, I'm fortunate. I mean, that I know it's summer vacation, summer yeah. travel prices well, usually is, do go up. This yeah. is always the peak time, but right. it's in the multiples of thousands of dollars for an individual. But the bright spot is the mm-hmm. euro is down, mm-hmm. so the dollar is worth a lot right mm-hmm. now. So let's play a fantasy travel agent. If you were <laughs> to go somewhere, both of you, I'd like to know, what, you know, what are you thinking and what's holding you back? So for me, I, I, this is part of my mental shift. Mm-hmm. On a temporary basis, because it's what I love. It's what makes me happy, and it's what what I long for. For me, vacation cannot exist without being in Europe, either in France or or in Spain or in Italy. Mm -hmm. So that's where I would go. But now I have to be uh, flexible. I have to adapt, and I have to say, but I'm probably not going to do that maybe sometime in the fall because I also want to buy a place there. but I need to do something. I haven't taken a vacation I know you uh, since yeah. 2017, mm-hmm. I think it was. So I, and a lot has happened in my life since then. Um, I think part of my challenge is I would be going on vacation as a single woman for the first time in a really long time. And that, mm-hmm. if, if I'm being truly honest, is another slap in the face to say mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. The life that you thought you were going to have, you're not going to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, I'm a planner and I'm a doer. Mm-hmm. And it's part of me shifting from being a human doer to a human being. You're and pivoting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I've been looking at, at Mexico. I, I thought about Canada for about 36 seconds. I love <laughs> Canada. Can, the Canadians are wonderful people. Toronto, Quebec. Uh, Montreal. Montreal, Montreal, British Columbia is exquisite, but It's just not me. So I, you know, I'm thinking differently. I'm thinking, what about somewhere in the U.S.? South Carolina is gorgeous. Maybe Montana, because I would be the only time I would go to Montana Mm -hmm. because it's not freezing. So I don't know, but I'm going to go somewhere, Juan. I have to, even if it's for. Well, we're going to keep you to it. And hopefully (laughs) you do get a chance because, you know, time goes by so quickly. We're in the middle of June now. Summer's going to be over before you know it. And um, you need to definitely take, I mean, we're free enough to, to travel whenever we want. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Um, so hopefully you'll do it. And what about you, Sean? I mean, I know you work hard. You have your store here. You work with Cecile. You've got so many spoons yeah. in that pot. You know, no, I, I haven't had a true vacation. And I mean, it's been so long. I don't even remember. Yeah. 
Um, one that I do remember taking that I loved was to St. Martin. Ooh. Oh, and nice. it was it was just magical. The food, the mm. the, the beaches, beaches mm-hmm. the casino. I mean, it was it was all there? Everything, the shopping. Is um, that in the Caribbean? St. Yes. Martin. Okay, it's, just yes. want to make. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> I just want. <laughs> I saw the little eyes. Yes, I it just is. Want to make sure because I can't, I'll have a mental image. Of, I'm, I'm I'm picturing Sean's vacation as he's talking about it. But I would love to go to Paris oh, yeah. with Cecile actually oh because God. I know oh. she speaks French. Let me tell you, Sean. And I hear about uh, oh. you know your trip with our with trip. You maybe we should would, all. Play I think we trip. should all go and let's, we should take this podcast equipment with us. Do it and do it. Um, in with Z in Paris. Yes, yes, <laughs> no, I, I love it. Let me tell you, in Paris. traveling with Cecile, um, you just follow and let her speak <laughs> French, and she speaks that street French, that which which anybody who masters a language, you know, that's no. how you master it. You know how to joke in it. You know how to use colloquialisms and that that's sort of thing. Uh, people mostly, and with her dark hair, people assume she's French. So when we would get, um, you know, outside of a uh, public transport, usually the 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 beggars or gypsies or whatever i can't think of the the right the right word to use these (laughs) days but anyways um they would immediately go to the american families that were obviously very american but they would leave us alone because (laughs) it looked we looked like we were part of the the landscape we ate well we traveled Mm. in interesting Mm. places that we didn't plan we had a really great time and we should really do that and yes of course Mm. i will plan it and it'll be fantastic and that would make me so happy i i come alive in, mm-hmm. in Europe. It really was fantastic. Yeah, it would be great yeah. to have someone that speaks the language, that knows mm-hmm. the customs, that knows mm-hmm. the culture, and then you'll get a better experience. And you just have to be with her, which is nice. You can sit Aww. at a sidewalk cafe and you can just watch people walk walk the streets. It's like you're not really, you know, a tourist. Um, a tourist, right? Yeah, you'll see the Eiffel Tower, of course. Yes. But, I mean, but... I have these mental pictures of having crepes by the Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. or having these sandwiches mm. i think it's in salad grec is that right yes Something like Greek that. salad or uh jambon fromage which is ham and cheese, and cheese. is well, very ha- i remember very... these sandwiches they were so good sean it was like a greek something on on, on a baguette it was just so good <laughs> and it was just literally buying it off a street vendor mm-hmm. sitting on a park bench and eating it and, and watching life, life go by yeah mm-hmm. and that those are the the truly relaxing mm-hmm. moments that we hit all three we relaxed yeah right we 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 traveled we had recreation and we built relationships when mm-hmm. when Juan and I 22 21 years ago went on this trip this with 20, another friend 2002 uh-huh. yeah 2001 2001 yeah that's right before before 911 uh we went with another friend and I remember you famously said, Juan, because we didn't know each other for that long to take this big trip. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you, you said to me, well, Cecile, this either will cement our lifelong friendship or not. And we mm-hmm. laughed. <laughs> and obviously it here did. Because here yeah. we are. So I'm going to take you up on that. But, you know, when you talked about the park, Sean, uh, uh, Juan, that reminds me of something I was mm-hmm. thinking about. Well, how do families who, who work paycheck to paycheck. It, it's really hard. What it, can you do? You mm-hmm. know, you can you can allow allow yourself to say, I, today I'm just going to be, or for the next three hours mm-hmm. I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And have you guys ever gone to the Santa Monica Pier? I was just there this week. 
Well, then I'm sure you saw lots of families mm-hmm. that you can tell from looking at them that they don't have a lot. They're mm-hmm. they're living on a perhaps on a modest well, income. Especially these big families with lots of children. Lots of yeah. kids. And you can tell because they're showing up predominantly with, with bags in 99 cent store bags mm-hmm. with the, their, their food, their package, their own mm-hmm. food that they brought from home. But if you look at them, they are so happy. They're mm-hmm. not thinking about anything else. And then yep. you know what? I didn't see them on the Ferris wheel or on the roller coaster. I just saw them strolling along, watching street performers, um, having a ball, watching the ocean, mm-hmm. and just being with their family. We did the same thing. We didn't spend any money. I paid three dollars for a meter uh, mm-hmm. a, a few blocks away. We took the walk down Ocean Boulevard, down to the pier, and walked to the end and walked right back to the car. Yeah. And everybody had a great experience. We took pictures, and that was it. And I'm sure everybody has in their hometown or mm-hmm. maybe the next town over, there's a park or the some type spot, of recreational yeah. facility that they haven't tried before that they, mm-hmm. they could try. And that's not going to cost a lot of money or take a lot mm-hmm. of planning mm-hmm. or investment to do. Planning is key, Sean. I know that there are now um, lots of resources available for, for us uh, on, on, online mm-hmm. that will keep us informed. And that's one thing that kept mm-hmm. coming up when we were researching of how mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. provide tips for our listeners to to be able to take some downtime and be able to do it in the most cost-effective way possible mm-hmm. to really make their budget stretch as much as it is, whether it's mm-hmm. $1 or a lot of dollars. And airfare is going to be, I think you were saying, Sean, airfare is going to be the biggest piece, that the most costly piece. Right. What else can people do, do you think? Well, I think if they're just flexible ab- about when they take their vacation, mm-hmm. they can get a better price on airfare, on car rentals, mm-hmm. on hotels. But it's just knowing... Uh, the flex or having the flexibility mm-hmm. and not being um, so stringent on I want to be here on July 4th right which is when everyone wants to travel. correct correct I've, I've used an app it's, I just looked on my phone to, to verify it it's called hopper and you basically yes. put in your days where you want to go and it will send you notifications hey the price has dropped forty dollars oh, wow. it's a good time to book or price has gone up eight dollars wait a little longer and at least it gives I you a sense that. of where the price is going. So um, I, you could buy it on Hopper, then you just, or you could just go to the airline of your mm-hmm, choice and mm-hmm. buy it there. But it just kind of keeps you in the know because, I mean, we're not travel agents. We're just regular people, right? <laughs> right. And we can't be um, monitoring uh, flight prices yeah. all the time. But that's another way of doing uh, something like this. I think also consolidating points that you are racking mm-hmm. up that you may not even know from credit cards right. or even mm-hmm. your bank cards. You may not know that you have all these points uh, accumulated. And if you put mm-hmm. them all together, if you bundle them, uh, that's certainly really helpful. Right. And I know the last trip that I took home to Kentucky, I used points. Mm-hmm. And because I, I didn't really have any set days of when I had to be there or when I had to be back, I just picked the days that required the least amount of points and flew on those days Great. and that kind of maximized my points and and my trip was the same trip the same amount yeah. of days just cost me less points i did that last year going back to miami for christmas uh-huh. i just checked let's see it's gonna be crazy but i'll see how many points i would need to fly round trip and i think it was only fifty thousand um wow. miles or to use right. up and i grabbed it immediately so it felt so good when i'm flying back going this cost me nothing yeah. And um, 
Yeah. It was normally it's like six to seven hundred dollars during mm-hmm. the holidays to fly back east. And it's getting a little bit harder. Even you now are required more points to mm-hmm. to do a, a flight that you did last year. But again, that's why using things like Hopper app to be able to to be patient mm-hmm. and know when you can mm-hmm. best fly is great. Um, I know that also a lot of families and a lot of friends are are traveling together. They're getting a um, a VRBO or a uh, Airbnb, Airbnb, mm-hmm. and they're splitting the cost. I think that that's a oh, great yeah. idea because mm-hmm. you get to spend time with people that you, uh, I hope, like or love, yeah. and so you're deepening relationships. It's a much different experience than mm-hmm. staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can have your own meals at home. You can cook. You can save. And I've always been a proponent of whenever possible we rent a house. Juan, of course, we rented mm-hmm. a house when we went on on our vacation together. And you know why? Because my goal is never to be a tourist but mm-hmm. to always be a traveler and the difference mm-hmm. for me with that is a tourist is there to do touristy things to come and kind of uh, airlift in and observe from above oh that was fun we, we mm-hmm. check off the list we did this we did this we did this we did this but a traveler seeks to under to travel to that culture to understand the people to live like That's the what locals I love to do. Mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. did that with your family Juan you said yeah we did mm-hmm. all the touristy things but the thing that brought tears to your eyes is when your sister was invited into your life, a day in your life, mm-hmm. and so were your nephews. Yeah, uh, when you guys went hiking, and and so I think, hopefully, uh, look at us. We're thinking about taking a trip together, which would be fantastic. Which we weren't thinking about we were um, thirty six <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> which I say yes. Let's let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. And there's a lot that we can learn from other cultures, which is also why being a traveler is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Even if you travel to the next county over, because let me tell you. Living in Los Angeles, in my mind, is a very different experience oh, than yes. living in Orange County. It's uh, it's a it's Santa Barbara, Santa Bar- San Diego, uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, and of it's, course. Different. Yeah, and it's just an different. hour and a half drive away. Mm-hmm. Um, the Europeans actually, there's a law, uh, in, and it's a mandate in Europe that says that as an employer, you cannot have lunch at your desk, which sounds. I may be silly to some people. I just, it didn't, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And I thought, mm-hmm. how wonderful that they're making priority, taking time to digest your food and not shove something in your mouth that you don't even know. I can't tell you how many days a week that is not the case for me if mm-hmm. I remember to have lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's great for the economy, even if you just go and have a coffee and sit out somewhere, or even if you just sit at the park like we did and buy mm-hmm. something from a street vendor. It's wonderful. Or people that can go home and have lunch with their families or just spend time with their dog right. at home who are all stressed out because we're all back at the office. That is just this law. To me, that is government really working for the people is saying, you know what, we're going to we're going to mm-hmm. be thinking about you sometimes where you don't think about yourself. So I, I think it's wonderful. I think that's something that we can learn. And that really is coming from the top. If the government is telling you this, companies need to follow. Yes. And it'll trickle it's a down to the workers. Yeah. But will people do it? People have time off now that they yeah. don't take. People have lunch time that they opt to work at their yeah. desk. But there it's a mandate. You cannot eat lunch at your desk. Who's the lunch patrol <laughs> in, in, in these places? I, I mean, do you have I, basically a, a boss going yeah. around going, hey, the the bagel Go. the bagel buster you can't, you, ba- for the, you can't eat a bagel you can't eat a sandwich I know it's fun but isn't it interesting that we as as Americans the first thing mm-hmm. we think about is you know who's gonna get me to do that are we just martyrs are we just gluttons for punishment or are we just following tradition 
um, I, I that's think, come yeah. from so long. My dad used to work on Saturdays all the time because he didn't want to fall behind on work and he'd go work half a day and then he'd come home after that. It's just, so it's what I saw. It's, it's a product I, I, of our, I, yeah. it's nature and nurture. Is it in our nature? I don't know, but we certainly been nurture the heck out of that to mm-hmm. it to. And well, things it, are changing, right? It's a slow yes. change. Millennials had a lot to do with this. Um, we've talked the Z's about. The Z's are going to bring it the home. The Z's are going to totally bring it home. <laughs> and the pandemic mm-hmm. opened up our eyes totally. to why why are we living the life that we're living? Mm-hmm. If not for me, then for whom? If not now, then when? Is what I keep repeating my mantra almost on a daily basis. If not now, then then when? We are allotted a very brief period of time on this mm-hmm. planet. That's, I know it's going to be a lot shorter a than what I want. It's a blip. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so how are we spending it? What are we giving priority to? What matters to us and why does that matter? Why am I constantly making lists and trying to squeeze mm-hmm. every moment of my life doing something and then when I don't do it, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. When... When you guys come over, yes, you guys love to come and eat my food. It's the first thing I do when you guys walk in the door. But I know that you guys come over because we love to hang out. Of course. I was really excited coming here today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we love doing this mm-hmm. podcast. And so it's it's giving myself mm-hmm. grace and, and having some really honest conversations with myself about this person that I've taken <clears throat> 50 some odd years to create. Yeah. And what pieces of her mm-hmm. I'm going to leave in the past and what other pieces of me am I going to lovingly bring forth to the mm-hmm. future? Well, look, we've got the ball rolling here, right? Action yeah. starts with words. We've started talking about vacations. We talked yeah. about taking one all together. Um, I'd like to see, you know, how this turns out. And I'd love to hear from our listeners, too. I yes. mean, what are they doing to kind of... Uh, pivot their way through the summer holidays where they're going. Perhaps they have great um, saving techniques and tips tips that they can pass along to us. And we'd be happy to do a follow-up to this podcast and share with everybody. I'm sure you've heard of the capsule hotels, right? Have you heard of or seen those? No. Very popular in Japan. And they were kind of catered towards the Japanese businessman. They're a small, you know, some people consider them like small coffin-like cubicles but Oy, I don't like they, that they've definitely have evolved <laughs> since then and it's just um imagine traveling on a on a train where you have like a small which like we a, have <laughs> a, a small sleeping like, sleeping berth ledge uh-huh. right and, and that's so, all you have well things have changed over the years Japan has really been kind of like the leader in all this but now they're all over the world and I was doing a little research on this last night um booking.com had a uh-huh. very interesting article on it and now these pods include, of course, you know, LED lighting. Um, they have air conditioning, flat screen TVs, free toiletries. You get a robe because you use a communal shower uh-huh. oh. or bathroom area. I'm sure there's some privacy, uh-huh. you know, curtains there for you. But, you know, the, the, the restroom is not in the pod, obviously, because <laughs> right. there's, there's no space. They give you slippers. <laughs> there's a security box for your valuables. And... You get free breakfast as well. Some of the cheapest ones run $9 a night. Wow. That's and like a... Like a- Better version of a hostel, right. youth hostel. So Japan, Tokyo, New York has them now. Um, oh. Iceland, Thailand, Taiwan, all these places. And of course, who's traveling a lot now, right? The millennials, yeah. the Zs, these digital nomads. They don't need a, a Hilton or a Waldorf Astoria. And these places have communal work areas. They have that sort of thing. So there's a lot of different Options. price points for people out there. And I've actually considered staying at one of these at least for a night, just to experience it. Because if you see the pictures online, they're actually kind of roomy. 
you just blew my comment there. I was going to say, I think that's another another um, thing that I think is, is a differentiator is that it depends on your generation. Yes, mm-hmm. not only it's on, on your on your financial ability, but it's also your generation. Because I would I, I for was, the novelty. I was going to say, because I'm from uh-huh. the generation that I don't want to stay in something that right. is described as coffin line because my <laughs> trip to the coffin is getting infinitely shorter than longer. Yeah. But you just said yeah. you were going to try it, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. It's just, a, just imagine those old school um, sleeping components apartments on a train mm-hmm. but you know you can still sit up in these pods and they have little ledges for a laptop and and they look kind of they look very space age in, okay in would some you of these say countries. that let me remind you yeah. of the sleeping car- train that we took uh, yeah. from paris to madrid spain that's right but that uh, was a whole thing. <laughs> that was when, a whole when, european when, yes yeah. when we when our our reservation was gone because they had to switch out trains at the last minute and the train we were on that was traveling on the <laughs> and at the train that we were supposed to be on our 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 train our cart let's say it was number 47 didn't exist in this train, which they had to replace with the, from the train that we were supposed yeah. to take. So when we got to that one, it, it was not working. And so we didn't have a place to sleep. Right. And I had like seven pieces of luggage, just one for right. my shoes. Oh. And, and here so- we are today and we're still doing just fine. And something that she didn't mention, Sean, was the one train where they did send us <laughs> that one compartment that had kind of our number on top. And that normally would have um, seats and fold down beds four, was just an empty mm-hmm. like cargo space. With a lot of people with in it. With a lot of people already standing in there. So again, luckily this French speaker <laughs> went to speak to the conductor and um, and at the time we still couldn't sleep together. I had to go to a men's train by myself and the girls went to a, a train for women. And again, I was lucky enough to grab the top bunk and I slept on my bag and, and what was in the bottom it, it that you freaked experience. out? There was a man with a mechanical arm that freaked you yeah, out, remember? There was a guy with a mechanical <laughs> arm who came in and just, you know, older, <laughs> older gentlemen that, have, you know, had but, not seen a shower yeah. in, in a few days. And, <laughs> you know, just very, it was a very European experience, but it didn't take away from the joy of that trip. But we either. laughed about it when we got in our nicely yes. rented car with our conditioning. Yes. <laughs> we could breathe and we could breathe clean air. And that's what makes travel fun that we lost control it could have been chaos our trip bubbles went upside down you threatened to leave my bag of my my luggage just filled with shoes alone on the side yeah this one bag sean (laughs) was just shoes i couldn't believe it i'm like oh my god shoes and that she bought while she was no she bought from here The shoes that I bought there, I, I UPS back to, to. Oh, that's right. She did. Yeah, UPS yeah, she back did to. did UPS some clothes too. From, yeah, um, of course. From Malaga. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, anyway, not to go down too See much. See how much, how much joy. Yes. Is, even talking about a trip that was 21 one years ago still brings us a lot of joy. It makes so me, it makes it's about me making laugh. memories and we hope our viewers or listeners um, do the same. Yes, absolutely. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear what what are your tricks to to making uh, mm-hmm. a vacation mm-hmm. work but also i want to i want us to to not just think about vacation because vacation is a piece of the 3 r's a vacation is a piece of the shift that we have mm-hmm. to to um to make mm-hmm. i want to leave uh, our listeners thinking and where i'm the work that i'm doing for myself is to shift away from ever working to define myself so i can have a life and i used to say well i do that so that i can provide for my family and the people that i love you know what 
I still can do that and not think that I can't take time off, that I can't choose to say, I'm not going into the office today because my team is supremely talented and capable and loving and dedicated. And I am so Mm -hmm. lucky to have people like this be Mm -hmm. part of my team that they would, I think, fall on their sword for me. And I believe it. So why don't I do Mm -hmm. it? I agree with that. So take time to rest. Take time to, to not be a doer, but a human being and just be. And before we go, we want to leave our listeners with this. We actually heard from one of our friends, right? Yeah, our friend and colleague, Anya, mm-hmm. who is American. Mm-hmm. Her parents are both German. Mm-hmm. And she made a conscious decision to move to Germany for right. two years to work there just to immerse herself in the culture and mm-hmm. to see in what... her culture. Yes, mm-hmm. and yeah. to see what it was like. And, and Cecile asked her some questions mm-hmm. about the difference between American life work life and Mm -hmm. German work life. And what did she say? She said a lot of things, but the one that really resonated that I want to share is she wrote, traveling allows you to adjust, to learn patience, to be open-minded, to have deeper empathy, all values with increasing importance in these times where there is increasing changes on a daily basis. I think that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why we should all go traveling. And isn't that all about, we, we talked about earlier, just being flexible. It seems like that's exactly what she did. She came in with that open mindset. And through that open mindset, more empathy, more flexibility, more connection to her roots. More joy. More understanding. Mm-hmm. And a better life. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of Ends With Z. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share and tell your friends. You can find out more about us at endswithz.com. For Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a good one because above all else, you matter.